welcome to Theme Park Paradise, where we love every moment of theme parks and et cetera, et cetera. Dallas, how are you doing today? I'm fine. I'm alluding to our topic this week. Which, by the way, is, uh, is that the motto, love every moment? It is. Okay. I thought it had something to do with butterflies or something, but that's like their logo is butterfly because Dolly writes about butterflies all the time. Welcome to Theme Park Paradise. We love butterflies. <laughs> you make fun, but there's a lot of good that comes from Dollywood. But yes, we're going to talk about Dollywood. I'm specifically going to go into the history of how Dolly got involved. Um, of course, I had a history before that, and I'll get into that. <laughs> That's later. First, we're going to talk about some theme park news uh and i'll preface it by saying i just got a pizza delivered and so if you hear chewing you hear chewing it is what it is okay hey dallas i threw two things in here because i'm so prepared i threw it in about five minutes ago and i don't know if you had a chance to look at it yet but i'll kick off with my stuff which i don't know why you didn't include this one because it's the one of the bigger items the full schedule was released for D23 Expo 2022. Okay. Well, I guess I'll announce it now. I've decided we're going back to once a week for September. Oh, okay. Just because okay. there'll be a lot to talk okay. about. We're going to do a whole preview show. It's okay. going to be a whole thing. But yeah, we can talk about it now. So should I not talk about it then? No, we can talk about it. But it's not in depth. I want to go more in depth. Okay. Later. Okay, so we have Saturday, September 10th from 3.30 to 4.30, a celebration of Disney animation in Kanto. Also, September 10th from 10 to 11 a.m., we have a peek behind the curtain at Walt Disney's Imagineering's Illusions and Special Effects Development Lab. From 4 to 5 p.m., we have Dreaming, Designing, and Bringing to Life the Disney Wish on Sunday, September 11th. We have a boundless future, Disney parks, experiences, and products. And that is it. I didn't read it in depth, but lots of park stuff to look forward to. Now, kicking it over to Universal, the go-to drink, which is the butterbeer, now has a vegan option, which it appears Ew. that they just got what? rid of the... So I think what it is is <laughs> that like that <laughs> nice, like that froth on top. They yeah. have a vegan option. Okay. But I think that like that, that good like froth on top, they got rid of it. I think that's all it really is. But it's a vanilla it? base. I'm assuming it's like a dairy, or like the, oh, the dairy. whatever cream stuff. Oh, that. it's vegan, not vegetarian. I was thinking vegetarian. I'm like, no vegan. Okay, okay. No vegan. So they just got rid of the froth, it looks like. But then the but that's not soda fun. That's a part of it. Whatever. But I don't know if the pop itself or whatever it is, I don't know what. It's not really a pop, but I guess it is. Yeah. But I don't know if that the base of that changed, so the flavor profile could be different for that too. But if you're a, a vegan person or a non-dairy, now you can go have your butterbeer. I'm assuming you could have ordered it without. Yeah, because they put that on top. Topping. But I'm assuming you could say, hey, hold the top, and then you don't have it. So, but so I don't know if like the whole consistency of the pop's different, but yeah, I didn't read the article. I should have. I just was scavenging for stuff. I'm like, you only have a couple stories in here. We should add a little bit more. Well, I only have a couple because I want to have time to talk about our topic. Right? I know. I know. But I just wanted to cover those two. So do you want to get to your 
news stories really fast. What are my topics? Remind me. <laughs> you don't have a severe thunderstorm. Uh, yeah, in yeah, Central yeah. Florida. Okay. So, yes. So, last week, Florida's known for thunderstorms, or at least rain pretty much every day, at least in the afternoon. During the summer, it's like they're being rainy season. Well, I guess it's the second time it's happened this summer where it got so bad that it flooded the park, like parts of the park. Uh, and there was some TikTok in Picos Bill, which is a restaurant in Frontierland, where it was like, it was almost like knee high levels of water. So that was fun, I'm sure, for people who plan their vacation to have to deal with that. And then, what else do I have? Yeah. So I'm going to lead into our country esque episode with this story. Uh, Luke Bryan celebrated his son's birthday at Cedar point in sandusky ohio uh his wife posted a picture of them in front of the steel vengeance roller coaster on instagram with a caption saying that she sprained her ankle and that luke broke his finger or thumb or something how she didn't say how but because there, it was with a picture of steel vengeance so people just assumed that yeah. it happened on the ride but it, but it didn't say and then everyone started panicking because he has tour dates coming up. And they're like, oh, no, is this going to affect his tour dates? And literally a couple days later, he did an interview where he's like, please stop saying I have a broken finger. I don't. But it's like your wife posted it. So. Dumb question. Does he like is, does he play guitar on stage? Is that why people are worried? Because like, isn't he just a vocalist? He is. But like, I don't know if I had a broken finger, I wouldn't want to perform. Like that's a if I had a big old. I had my arm in a cast. I wouldn't want to perform. Okay. And your arm in a cast is different than a broken finger. You sound like a little pansy saying, I wouldn't go well, on stage because I don't know. my finger is broken. <laughs> my finger is broken. I cannot. Like, you sound like a prima donna, Dallas. I'm going to cancel everyone's tickets because I broke a finger. <laughs> it's a better reason than what we talked about on our other podcast with Eric Church canceling because he wanted to go to a basketball game. I'd prefer the basketball game. I'd be like, yeah, he's a big UNC fan or whatever it was. Duke was UNC. Well, yeah, I don't, it didn't, I assume he just said, I'm from Carolina and this is a big game because UNC. Was I don't know. Duke. Like, but like when I think of like, I know it's not the same thing, but like the NFL player, Ronnie Lott chopped off his finger to keep playing in a game. Like, come on. Like you can chop off your finger to play in a game. That's disgust. That's a, that's not a real person. That's that. That's a real person. I just mean that's not, that's like a machine person. That's not a normal person. <laughs> yeah, he cho- he, so yeah, he chopped his he chopped his pinky off. Great, thank you for that. Mm. I love that. Mm-mm. That's a tough man right there. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I can't miss that game, so I'm gonna chop my. One little tangent. I know you want to get into it, but it always amazed me growing up, like hockey players, how tough a hockey player is. Like they'll get like their face completely gashed and need like 25 stitches in their face, and they'll go back out on the ice. And a basketball player, they'll be the person that, oh, my pinky, I can't. It's not even on their shooting hands, and they have to miss, like, three weeks. I mean, it's like the soccer players with the flopping and the getting yes. stretchered off, and then, yeah, for no, no reason. Yeah, I love it. That would be me. <laughs> it sounds like. Well, okay. I played youth soccer. I don't know why. I mean, everyone did, I guess. That's just what you did. Yeah, and the star player on our team kicked the ball directly into my stomach. I didn't realize you had to get down on your knees to stop play. 
So I'm literally standing up going, ah, 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 like crying because I got the wind knocked out of me. And everyone on my team is yelling, get on your knees, get on your knees. Because I was like, why are you still playing? I'm hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I have for non-Dollywood related. So the reason we're talking about Dollywood is because uh, last week they announced a brand new roller coaster. I'll just talk about it now and then we can go to break. It's called Big Bear Mountain. It has a price tag of $25 million. It's coming to the Wildwood Grove section, which opened in 2019. So it's their newest land. But this coaster is opening in the spring next year. It's going to be like a big thunder, I feel like. Like kids will be able to do it, but it is going to be thrilling. You know, it's going to be 48 miles an hour. It's like the top speed. Uh, there's going to be like like a waterfall and you go through like a tunnel type cave. And the whole story is I put pictures in our little, <laughs> if you see those, nice. I put pictures. Yeah. So Ooh. Ben <laughs> Benjamin Bear is the mascot of this land. Uh, and he has a fictional caretaker named Ed Oakley. And so that's going to be the narration. So there's going to be music and narration on board, which I always love in a coaster. And yeah, like I said, $25 million is going to be the largest single ride investment in the history of the park. The pictures I showed Ryan are of Dolly Parton in a sparkly... She's looking good. Park ranger type outfit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, what, how old is she? She's like, has to be close to 80, right? 77, 78. I mean, she's hot. Like, no, she's not. For the seventy-eight-year-old, that about Dolly. she's a hot seventy-eight-year-old. She is. I love Dolly, but that's too far. No, she's hot. She's a hot seventy-eight-year-old. Oh God! Uh, and of course, Dolly, as always, had some funny quips at this little press conference presentation. Uh, when asked if she was going to do it, she said, "You know, I'm not going to get on that." <laughs> and then made a joke about how her wigs will fall off and end up in the top of a tree. If she does, but of course she had to end it because she's a businesswoman by saying, but it sure does look fun. <laughs> I, I will get into it, obviously, after this break, but I love I love everything about Dolly Parton. Also, a quick thing I saw yesterday was, did you see those pictures of her and Willie Nelson riding through Dollywood? No. Nope. Yeah, on a go-kart. Not a go-kart, a golf cart. A go-kart, that'd be funny. <laughs> Willie is what? Like he's gotta be pushing 90 at this point. Oh, he's probably the same age as her. No, he's older. He's in his 80s. He has to be in his 80s. Right? I don't know. Oh, he's real old. Yeah. Uh-huh. He wrote he wrote Crazy by Patsy Klein. He's 89 years old. I knew it. I knew he was almost 90 because freaking crazy by Patsy Klein. He wrote that. People don't realize that. Anyway. <laughs> he's he's that old. Him and Loretta like came up together, and Loretta's ninety. So, anyway, they were riding around in a golf cart because they're filming a Dolly Christmas movie for Netflix at Dollywood. That was Can't fun wait for, for that. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not gonna... Hey, Christmas on the Square won an Emmy. <laughs> if you remember from last yep. year, <laughs> yeah, Christmas on the Square. So we've teased it a lot. After a short break, we are going to talk about Dollywood. Welcome back. So 
We're going to get into the history of Dollywood. It's just going to be me talking, and if Ryan has anything to add. Thanks for saying I have nothing to add. I'm going to interrupt you right off the bat. When you start going, it's going to be pretty fast. I'm going to interrupt you. (laughs) But I'll let you keep going. So it originally opened in 1961. Of course, Dolly wasn't involved. Uh, It opened as a Rebel Railroad. The main feature of Rebel Railroad was they had like six actual locomotive steam trains in the park, which only two two have exist today, which is still kind of cool, though, that there's two left that are from the 1961 opening. It eventually was bought oh, by... Whoa, 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 interrupting you. <laughs> yeah. So as Rebel Railroad, as you can kind of tell by the name, it recreated the Confederate view of the Civil War. So Northerners had a problem because they would go down to their vacation spot go to this theme park and then have to recreate the war as a confederate soldier with confederate flags not a great look so then when we turn into the next one we get away from that and we go to the sister parks theme of just the american whatever yeah west or whatever quickly up until pretty recently there was a dinner show in pigeon forge which is the town dollywood's in that dolly ran forget what it's called but it was basically like you know those what are those dinner shows with the it's like a renaissance type dinner show where you you're on the one side of a like the horse crusader people yeah i forget what it's called whatever those are called yes point is like knights and stuff it was themed to the confederate war like civil war and you you were like one side was confederate one side was (laughs) so that's not great uh they did they have changed it to just red versus blue they don't talk about war or anything medieval times is by the way thank you oh yeah it was bought by hershen family entertainment i don't know when i didn't look that part up in the 70s they renamed it silver dollar city uh they also whoa 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 whoa. you skipped over gold rush junction who care i don't care no no (laughs) i have fact about i have a factoid shut up i have a factoid you you said i could interrupt you when i wanted to interrupt you and i told you we were off the bat so uh, uh, uh. Gold Rush Junction was the creation of Art Modell, the former Browns owner who also moved the Browns from We're Cleveland, not doing Baltimore. any research, you know, very in-depth. So <laughs> he changed the name, got away from the horribly offensive stuff, but he was also the owner of the Browns at the time. So I believe it was either 1969 or 1970. The park was the Cleveland Browns theme park. Oh, he's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he it was the Cleveland Browns theme park. So during that couple years, at least for a year or two, you could go to the In park Tennessee. and get a picture. Yes, you could get a picture <laughs> of your favorite Browns players. So I just love, like it's on the advertising for this theme park. Meet the, whatever, it's a Cleveland Browns park. Get your picture with the favorite Browns crap but yeah, Art Modell, famous figure in National Football League history. So I was saying, Hershen Family Entertainment runs Kentucky Kingdom, which used to be Six Flags Kentucky, and then they bought it. Uh, and then Silver Dollar City in Branson. So there was two Silver Dollar Cities at one point. That takes us to 1986, unless you have something else. <laughs> so when did Dollar get involved? I can't remember. Uh, 1980, like the mid 80s. Because what I heard is that like Dolly was said like she announced Dollywood she wanted to have in her home of Tennessee. Yes. And then whatever the company that was creating, whatever the one you said. Hershend, yeah. 
they didn't want to compete with Dolly. So then they joined forces yes. to create Dollywood. Right. So I have some quotes that kind of tie into this. So in 1983 on a radio interview, she basically said she wanted to have her own Disneyland in that area. Uh, Cause she grew up specifically in Locust Ridge, which is in the great smoky mountains, but she wanted to basically, if she ever got successful, she wanted to give back to the community and, you know, create, basically turn it into a big tourist destination and, you know, give people their jobs. Cause I'm sure that was not the case when she was a kid in that area. So yeah, she, she had been forecasting it, like you said, and then there was already this theme park there. And so they were like, Hey, just want to buy into this. Like it already exists. And with her money, they could actually do some thing and turn it to a legit theme park. Uh, and that's what happened. That happened in 1986. It reopened as Dollywood. I have a little quote. So the reason it's called Dollywood is because, according to Dolly, she said when she first started seeing the Hollywood sign, like in person, she <laughs> kept thinking how cute it would be if she changed the H to a D and uh, see how long it would take for people to notice. <laughs> Isn't that a cute <laughs> Yeah, super cute. Cute, cute little quip <laughs> by Dolly. That's how that came to be. It's a genius, genius name. Just for branding purposes, too. It's just genius. It's so good. It's perfect. So that's that. I didn't really get into what was there when it was Silver Dollar City. I don't think much of anything. I don't even know if I had any roller coasters. I think every roller coaster there now is like a post-Dollywood edition, which I just have a few numbers no, whatever you call an attraction, I don't know, but there's 50 plus attractions. Uh, nine of those are roller coasters. Let's see, and then it's you know it's pretty popular. 3.2 million visitors. I think for a regional park, it's up there in terms of attendance, and it's you know consistently in USA Today lists and reader polls is like a top theme park. So, can I interrupt you now? Yes. Okay. So it's I don't know if it's really considered an attraction or not. But they are one of two theme parks that has an active church in the park, which it's a P like I could be wrong. Maybe I just heard it the wrong way, but I'm pretty sure they opened it in part is because whatever county or just me as Tennessee law, they couldn't be open on Sundays. But if you have a church, then you can be open. It's like a loophole type thing where you That's can get people. Amazing. Get That's perfect. I love it, it looks like a little, little chapel. It's not it's well, definitely hold thousands of people. Yeah, it's supposedly a replica of her childhood like tiny childhood church there's also a replica of the house she grew up in which was like a big lore of hers there's a song that she wrote about it because it was like a cabin basically in the woods uh, and a replica of the school like the schoolhouse that she went to so I, th- from a theme perspective that's the stuff that i like my mouth waters just thinking about seeing that stuff it's like i love it i love little replicas of things like that I haven't heard that church thing. That is genius. That is so funny. I love religious based loopholes like that. Also, I've talked about it before, but Dollywood is truly the one place where you will see the gayest, gayest men of all time and the most homophobic evangelical families together in harmony. Isn't that nice? (laughs) I mean, that's truly her two demographics. And she is the one person that can get away with being very not just like fake pandering to gay people but actually like openly talks about her support for 
the LGBTQ community and all that and still has a huge homophobic fan base. So good for her. <laughs> She's a great businesswoman. <laughs> she knows how to ride both lines. Can I talk about some food that I found? Just one yeah, food item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So at the Spotlight Bakery and Sandwich Shop, they sell a 25-pound apple pie. Yes. That's- this thing is ridiculous. And who's like, why? <laughs> why not? That's because so we're much waste. About it. That's why. It's, it's so called- much waste, though. <laughs> it's called marketing. You know what's bringing that shit? You probably can't even, like, how you can bring that home? Also, how does it bake properly? I don't understand. It can't be good. It has no. to be like gooey and, and it has to be what? It has to be like, it has to be a hundred dollars. It has to be a hundred plus dollar pie. And you you might eat three pounds of it or like with a group of people. So you're twenty two pounds wasted. It has to be where they just like have that pie and they cut up pieces for you throughout the day, right? Yes. And you don't buy the whole thing. You would hope not. No. What's the point of it then? Because it's a it gets people to the park. Like, oh, they have the it's like a gimmick. But you only mm-hmm. get a slice of it. So you're like, oh it's yeah, still yeah, an yeah. impressive looking slice. It's still huge and tall. When when it's open or when it's completely full, but like if you're there at two o'clock and then there's already fifteen pounds gone and then it's just half of the <laughs> pie the pie tray is gone. It's like okay. Speaking of food, I want to talk about um I've ta- I've talked about before and we it was on a list that we did of like top 10 theme park restaurants, but Aunt Granny's, I think the best name of a theme park restaurant, period. I love that name. It's so funny to me. Um, Aunt Granny's. It reminds me of the Nickelodeon show from like five, 10 years ago. Uncle Grandpa. Uncle Grandpa, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any other food you want to talk about before I move on to the weird museum? No. (laughs) Museum-based facts about this park. Okay, so when you enter the park, you will discover the... I'm going to get it right. The Southern Gospel Museum and Hall of Fame. So this is like an official like licensed Hall of Fame. And people get inducted every year uh, for Southern Gospel music. Dolly, of course, is a country artist, but she's, you know, very open about her religious beliefs and uh, has, has done gospel albums in the past. So I think that's just her love of that type of music. Uh, I just think it's hilarious that 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 a museum <laughs> and Hall of Fame is in a theme park. I think that's great. But what I really want to talk about is when it first opened as Dollywood, there was a Dolly Parton Museum, of course. Um, also, how that's the other thing with Dolly. How do you get away with being so narcissistic and yet below? Like, no one looks at her in that way as a narcissist. But she literally—it's like Disney. She named it after herself. The retractions about. her about her life <laughs> there's a museum <laughs> about her <laughs> it's so weird because I think she's she's a bigger than life big, like because she's it's so fake looking she's, it's just, a, she's, yeah it's yeah. she's just a caricature of herself she's not a real human being really in people's eyes well yeah her public persona for sure nobody knows the real dolly parton i think she's even said that nobody knows who she really is no i know which i love i love that because i mean the famous like rumors about her is that she has arm sleeve tattoos to cover up scars and you never see her arms ever she always wears long sleeve dresses and she's talked about it she's like yeah but she says it's to cover her scars which i don't know if that's true or if she's just saying that to keep her image i don't know i i prefer it to just be she just wanted <laughs> arm sleeve tattoos i think that's amazing 
There has um, to be a photo of her somewhere on like a beach or a pool, right? I don't think so. I mean, Do- Dolly's a type. Everything, everything is curated. Like twenty four seven, her daily with her, life is curated. with her Playboy. I know she wasn't nude in the Playboy, but was her well, that or, was the or her, arms, her arms are showing then, right? Yeah, I think that's before she had. Okay. The tattoo. Didn't she just be? She going to be old and wrinkly. Isn't that the, could be the reason she was just got old and wrinkly and didn't want I mean, to give yeah, off the image. I'm sure that's she was a sex. She, she's a sex icon. You don't want to look old. Like that's well, the whole thing is to look as young as possible yeah. for forever. Well, that's the, she, she has said she has tattoos. She just, the rumor is it's like yeah. arm sleeves. Who knows if that's true or if it's just like one or two here. And yeah. There. Yes. It opened with a Dolly museum. It was called rags to riches. The Dolly Parton story. Interesting title. Uh, in 2002, a bigger museum opened in place of it, and it's called Chasing Rainbows. <laughs> it might be the number one reason why I want to go to Dollywood. If you've seen, you probably have seen pictures, but it's huge. I think she did it just to like control her own narrative instead of, she has some stuff in like the Country Music Hall of Fame and stuff. But I think this is like obviously curated by her. And then this is a theme park after all. So I just want to talk about a few attractions. There is an eagle sanctuary which to me is maybe the most unique part of this park because it's an actual eagle sanctuary run by the american eagle foundation Forty thousand cubic feet it's on a wooded hillside it's part of the craftsman valley land which is probably the biggest it has has two roller coasters a flume ride that's where the church and the replica of the school are then there's also this Eagle Sanctuary, uh, and it's the largest exhibit of non-releasable bald eagles. So it's bald eagles who are injured to the point where they can't be released back into the wild, so they live in the sanctuary. And you can just go look at bald eagles. I think it's so cool. <laughs> like that's insane. That's insane. <laughs> like <laughs> when I saw that a couple of years ago, I'm yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> that's why I love about theme parks. I love weird. And then for me obviously there's like there's coasters that have won awards and stuff and that's all great but from like a dark ride perspective there's a co- indoor roller coaster called blazing fury i don't know if you saw that i have um, not i'm just gonna read what the website says an out of control fire is minutes away from engulfing this 1880s town and chaos ensues as the residents uh, ranging from firefighters to gunslingers and damsels in distress hurry to escape the blaze the whole idea is you're trying to outrun this fire in this town there's images of some of the, I, don't, I think they're animatronics or maybe they're just statues. It's one of those situations. Knott's Berry Farm has dealt with it. They've renovated all their animatronics and flume rides and stuff. Um, but it's to the point where they're so old that it looks like they're melting, like their faces are melting. Um, oh, perfect for a fire ride. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it's like they're, they're being burned alive. <laughs> but to me, that's the most interesting attraction just because you know i'm not a coaster person to i'm trying to skip boring. Uh, yeah i'm trying to skip through it really fast but it looks like how it's the dark ride and then i'm assuming it goes into a roller coaster so is it kind of like how the mummy is yes or just, where you slow okay. down and parts of it and see things and then and then you kick off kick into, off yeah yeah and it's it's kind of like haggard's even is like that it's not indoors yeah. but the practical effects if it's if you're yeah. just going through it with no launches and slowing down, you're going to miss it. So you need to have slow down parts and launches and stuff. Which to me, that's, I understand being like a thrill seeker and stuff, but it's just not my thing. Like I need, I, that's my favorite is when they combine theme and thrill. That's pretty much all the big things that I have. 
Oh, you, oh, you have you have these right here. We have Casey Musgraves. Oh, yeah. The Bachelorette already there in 2017. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, that's a fun fact. Um, here, here's your other fun fact you had. Dollywood has approximately 4,000 people on its payroll, making it the largest employer in the community. Yes, which I, you know, kind of talked about her desire to bring wealth to that area and turn it into a big tourist attraction, which it's become maybe along with like Branson. It's like the big family friendly tourist spot, I think, in the U.S. The other fun fact I have, it's a dry county, though. <laughs> so no drinking at Dollywood, which I think is just because it's the Disneyland thing where they don't want they want it to be family friendly, whatever that means. That's kind of a bummer. I would want to have my bachelorette party there. If I can't drink, what's the point? But whatever. So yeah, that's all I have for Dollywood. To end the episode, Dallas, here is a quote from Dolly Parton. God and I have a great relationship, but we both see other people. That's perfect. Bye, guys. Bye. Theme Park Paradise is a part of the Unlikely Alliance Network. Links to all of our content can be found by going to theunlikelyalliance.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ThemeParkPD. And you can rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars, please. Thank you for listening.